Fantastic. Oh, okay. Let's just fix up this view. Pin jewels. There we go. Okay. Welcome everyone to Naturally Healthy Club week. I can't see because I've got notifications open on my thing. What are we? Week eight. Um, so this week we're going to be talking about how to manage self-sabotage. Um, but I wanted to start this um, just with a concept that I learned last week or the week before. And I actually, was, I told the graduates group about this last week. So I've been doing a um, like an online marketing um, boot camp thing with um, Amy Porterfield. Anyway, one of the things in that training that I, that I learned is this idea that if you want a different result, that you know you've got to do something differently. Like it's important to shake it up. And so she has this concept of DSD. So do something different, um, which I really love. And so she's like, you know, whatever you're doing in this training, if you normally don't engage in the group, engage in the group. If you normally don't do the exercises, do the exercises. Like you choose something, just choose one thing to approach it differently and to shake things up. So as we're going through um, the the coaching today or and, and everything that we cover today, I want you to just think about like DSD, like what's one thing that you want to try doing differently this week? And um and yeah, just to see. And it reminded me of that uh, that Seinfeld episode where George Costanza um, does, does the opposite of all his like his normal normal. If his normal reaction was to say no to something, he would say yes. And his like whole life completely changed changed changed. And he was like super successful and like on top of everything. So um, he would go against his instincts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go against yeah, his it was even more like any like his judgment. He would do the opposite. It was so hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> he became successful <laughs> yeah exactly so um yeah let's be george costanza at this week we want to do something different so just choose one thing that you're going to take away from this to do do differently okay so our naturally healthy club philosophy so i am or i'm becoming or it's possible for me to become naturally healthy i trust the process i change best when i feel good my thoughts create my results the most pleasure happens in the first few bites. I focus on one meal at a time. Curiosity, not condemnation, particularly when we're weighing ourselves, but at any point in the journey. I feel my feelings. There are no bad foods. My life is pretty amazing right now. I'm getting exactly what I need when I need it. I want to do this and I can do this. Okay, so for today is just got a little bit of news and then we're going to recap last week which was what to do when your weight won't budge then we're going to go through a refresher on our process the naturally healthy club process we haven't spoken about that for a few weeks and then we're going to talk about this idea of how to manage self-sabotage and then we're going to do our progress quiz for we haven't done one since the beginning so we're up to our second month now so it's time for a progress quiz um so actually if you, do, if you haven't got if you do have your um naturally healthy club playbook handy that will be grab that because we'll be using that for the quiz but if you don't that's cool i'll i'll lead you through it as well um and then we're going to talk about um yeah then we'll jump in and do some tiny wins and coaching so um let's see news this week just wanted to remind everyone that we have a private podcast feed for the naturally healthy club so if you haven't checked that out and subscribe to it highly recommend it because <laughs> i do a thought for the day and i do post the thought for the day in circle as well but um marissa saying it's so good yeah, it is like i listen to it myself every day <laughs> on my run it's the first thing i listen to um 
and it's just like a one or two minute like quick quick thing just to like a, just to give you a thought thought for the day and just something to keep you connected with the work that you're doing in the naturally healthy club so um the details for that are if you haven't subscribed are in circle there's a link it says private down the sidebar and this says private podcast feed so definitely check that out um and all the replays for everything are in there as well and you've got like all the history of all the replays of all of all time as well so there's like heaps in there um so that's that's i wanted to remind you of the other event that's coming up this week is on wednesday slash thursday depending on where you are in the world we're doing i'm doing a um, meal planning boot camp so it's totally optional for you guys but i thought as naturally healthy club people if you wanted to join in that um it's going to be interactive and i'm actually going we're going to be like setting you up with a bit like your meal planning habit and your meal planning process um so it's going to be super fun and very like very valuable Oh, um, okay. And then post of the week prize this week goes to Mandy and she'd posted, is Mandy on? Um, Valerie, let's see. Yes, she yes. is. Yay. <laughs> Go, <here>. Mandy. <laughs> so, um, the Mandy had posted like a posted, Mandy's always great for posting in the group. So we're going to celebrate Mandy for all the posts that she's done of all time. Um, but I thought this one was particularly good where she like posted in for coaching, like it, it was called intermittent fasting and she's, there was a, more to it, but she said, I'm frustrated and discouraged that despite putting in a lot of effort and being very consistent with my new habits, I'm not seeing evidence that the changes are making an impact on my body. Um, it's making hard, it hard to stay motivated and to stick to the new habits. Lately, I've felt like throwing in the towel. In the past, a week-long juice cleanse had usually helped me make the shifts I wanted to make. I might do that or maybe try intermittent fasting or else just accept that we gain weight as we age and that's the, just the reality and I should accept it. So Mandy, let's coach on that um, when we get to the coaching section. But I wanted to celebrate Mandy for being like Mandy's dot, dot, dot cranky. <laughs> yeah. And being honest about that and owning it and posting and asking for help. Like, that's amazing. Like, let's really celebrate Mandy for doing that. Like, like not going, oh, I'm going to throw in the towel and just walking away. Like actually going, you know what, this is where I'm at. This is what I'm feeling. And like being willing to to post in the group which so good like mandy like love that you do that do that um so yeah let's but let's coach on, on fasting and and all and those thoughts um later um and then final news is we're going to be doing a new challenge starting in april um and it's going to it was going to be the feelings challenge but i actually decided we're going to do the tummy challenge first because I was just like, oh, I just kind of feel like doing the tummy challenge. So it's like, if I feel like doing it, surely you guys must be feeling it as well. So um, the tummy challenge, we'll be talking about that next week on the call, but just wanted to let you know that that is coming and there will be prizes for everyone who does the challenge. Um, so that's, um, yeah, that was it for news. Okay, so let's recap last week. And um so last week we spoke about like what to do when your weight is stable, when your weight isn't budging. And there were like five, six steps to, to it. So first of all, we wanted to check the facts, just check your, like actually look at the, the data, like check your average, you know, week on week or month on month, whatever time period you want to compare. The next thing we want to do is celebrate like the fact that you're like having a treat, you're eating, like, you're not restricting, you're like eating normal person, like eating like a normal person and you're able to keep your weight stable or even if it's going up like celebrate yourself because you like because you're willing like you know that like you have the data like you're still weighing yourself even though the numbers aren't where you want them to be um so we want to celebrate because we change best when we feel good so if you we've 
feeling like we're not making progress and then we're like we're not recognizing the things that are working then it makes it harder whereas if we go okay well you know but I am doing this and I am and you're feeling good then that makes it easier to to make changes so we check the facts we celebrate the next one was we take responsibility with curiosity and just remember that achieving your goals is in your control like you are responsible able to respond and that if your weight's not moving it just it's just a sign that you're you know you're eating more than your body needs and we just need to problem solve for that and we will figure it out so take responsibility the next one is problem solving for our thoughts and we did that we did an exercise where we uh, where i asked you to just brain dump like what are your thoughts about your progress in the naturally healthy club so far um so we didn't exercise that and so if you haven't done that that exercise really encourage you to do that particularly if you if you like if you are feeling stuck it's a great way to get um yeah to get some clarity like vision of like what are the actual thoughts and then we want to like once you've got those thoughts out actually choose thoughts that are going to feel more helpful on this um, and then the next part of it was problem solving for action action so once we've got a thought that's that's helpful for us then we then we look at the actions that we're taking so we look at our process like are you making intentional choices are you listening to your tummy you know how's your gut health because constipation can cause all sorts of problems um insulin sensitivity and thyroid um and so that was and then i also had mentioned like taking the progress quiz can be a good way to identify actions that you might want to um want to do differently so we'll be doing that in in a second um and then the last part of the what to do when you wait stable is just just this bringing it back to celebrating every little progress because like the more you notice what you're doing right and the more you focus on what you're doing right the more right, things that you'll do right like it's more you'll get that dopamine and it becomes easier and easier so that was that was it from last week did anyone have any questions on that from last week or any, any observations or anything you wanted to share from um like that that lesson on on what to do when your weight's stable no you can type in the chat or just unmute yourself no we're good okay great everyone's good everyone's weight's moving now <laughs> no one's got stable weight <laughs> um okay great okay um Mandy's saying, I think I'll do it'd be helpful to do the tummy challenge with everyone all at once. Yes, yeah, Mandy, yeah, yeah, cool. Okay, so now let's talk about our process. Um, so if you remember, our, there's three parts to our naturally healthy club process, and we remember LIT, L-I-T. So L is for listening to our tummy, and so far all we've done with that is this putting our cutlery down so that we can slow down and then but next from next week we're going to be starting the tummy challenge and so that's going to be really dialing up that skill and just remember it is a skill everyone can learn it everyone has a tummy that they can listen to it's like even if you like I know like before I learned this I was like no way I, you know, I couldn't possibly do that um, but just Trust me, you can, we'll get you there. <laughs> so that this listening to our tummy piece is really big for, um, for yeah, like the, the quanti quantity of um, like a quantity of food with it that, we, that we eat. And this is where 
um, like the like getting this part right is really like really important for the weight loss piece so most of the like of, of everything we do in the naturally healthy club process like yeah if you're still like you, you can have the greatest habits you can be really intentional with your choices but if you're still eating more than you need you're not going to get the weight loss that you're looking for so listening to our tummies is where that piece comes in so very excited to be like talking more about that next week but in the meantime, just get practicing that cutlery down. And if you wanted to take, if you feel like, oh, yeah, I've got, I'm getting good with putting the cutlery down in between bites and remembering to do that and celebrating myself for that. The next thing, I, the next, um, <laughs> Marissa's got a tummy wiggle question. Do you want to ask that now, Marissa? I, cause I'm, I might, I might be heading to vacation next week. So is it okay if I ask a quick? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I stop in the middle and I just literally like kind of move the way I would do an inhale, exhale, like just move my stomach back and yeah. forth, just like see where I am. Is that kind of the right idea? For yeah. The wiggle? yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And the, um, the whole point of doing that check-in with your tummy and actually moving the area is that just the way our, like the brain body connection works is that like um, when we move, the different parts of our body that's when more signals and like more neurons are fine more signals are going to the brain so if we want to like get more like check in with our tummy and get more signals from our tummy of what's actually going on moving that air i actually learned this from my sex coach but like moving that area is a way to to for our brain to like focus on the sensations of what's actually going on in our tummies so you don't have to wiggle but um, I was just thinking too, it might, cause I've been doing this for like a couple of weeks now, trying it. I think yeah. it would be helpful to also do it at different times during the day. This just occurred to me. So I have a comparison point of yeah. like, a stomach, a hungry stomach of getting full stomach. Like, yes. Yeah. And it's even just helpful to, and I've got in the, um, in the tummy challenge, there's like, there's a worksheet to do every, every, like every time, every day. And I get you to check in before you start eating so that's like a good that can be a good thing is that okay this is me hungry this is my, my tummy empty and just to like get that calibration but yeah great question Marissa so yeah yeah that, that's cool thank you for the preview yeah yeah great great yeah and then like yeah if anyone else wants to start now like you don't have to wait till next week for sure you can start doing that but I was going to say cutlery down and then the next habit would be I'd recommend if you wanted to pause halfway and do like wiggle your tummy um, to check in with the sensations that's an option or even, but just even just pausing, like getting into the habit of when you're having a meal, when you like, you're about halfway through your plate or your bowl, just like putting, like just putting a, putting it down and just taking a breath and having it, putting in a little pause and just doing a little check-in or oh, how, how's my tummy feeling um, is like the next habit that I would recommend. So if you want to start working on that this week in your D DSD for your do something differently, that's what I, I would recommend. Okay, so that's listening to our tummy. More to stay tuned for that. Then the next part is I making intentional choices. And the key habit that we've been working on for this is our daily practice, where we have um, and our minimum version of our daily practices. We just say that once, have, write that one sentence of I'm becoming naturally healthy, or it's possible for me to become naturally healthy. And uh, planning one, planning a treat. And then two weeks ago, I think it was. Um, I spoke, we, we covered like expanding your daily practice out to 
um, actually thinking through your whole day. So planning your whole day of like what you're going to have. Um, and then you can also include other elements like anticipating obstacles of like, oh, what could derail my plan or what's, what do I have got coming up in my day that's going to be you know, a potential pitfall. Um, and then working through solutions for that. Another option that you can include in your daily practice is like reviewing the previous day and just thinking through like, oh, what, what, did, what am I proud of from yesterday? And then what do I want to do differently based on yesterday? Um, and then the other part of making intentional choices is learning to make intentional choices in the moments because life happens, opportunities arise, so you can have the best laid plans, but, you know, like life's dynamic and of course like you can't just always be stick to, stuck to this rigid plan because that would be boring and just not very practical so the part of making intentional choices the secret to doing it in the moment is like so say you know um you're at work and someone brings in a uh you know an amazing cake from tartine bakery if you happen to live where marissa lives um or or uh, or actually three mills bakery if you live where I'm, i live and and you like haven't planned this and you and so like making intentional choices in the moment what that looks like is okay you, you like go you just check in with yourself and go okay well I've got this opportunity to have this cake how am I going to if I have a piece of cake now how am I going to feel about that tomorrow and if you if you like and think about when you're weighing yourself the next morning and if you go yep like I'm going to feel good about it then go ahead and have the cake but if you're like it's important to have that check-in with your future self because otherwise you so because that's to check in with your future self is when you you have to use your prefrontal cortex for that and so that's how we make intentional choices in the moment and you might decide on that example that you'd actually so it's so you're having good you're like actually you know what i'm going to have this cake at, cake now that's going to be my treat for the day and then you maybe you'd already had planned to have dessert that night so you go i'm going to have this treat now and i'm not going to have dessert tonight like you might decide or maybe you'll decide you're going to have both like it doesn't it's up to you but it's like all this around this idea of making being intentional with your choices so that's part two two of our process and then our third part um okay Marissa's got a question on this yeah <laughs> okay, Marissa. i'll be quick but i i think like i've just no, no, i know no, we're no, gonna go this later but when you're having your treat or you're midway through your meal and you're like oh, i'm kind of done but that feeling of love like but oh but it tastes so good and like what is like what exactly is that when you're just kind of like I don't want to I don't totally like you're not going crazy but you're like I don't exactly want to stop because this is just tasting yeah so so it's not like going nuts and overeating but kind of like I don't want to leave two bites because it's so delicious or this was my treat so I'm gonna eat the whole thing like, so is that that the psychological hunger kind of so that's just like normal human brain stuff, Marissa, because like, and it's, it's actually like, it's, yeah, like that desire to have food because it's, it's, because it's, it's delicious. Like it's pleasurable. Delicious. So of course we wouldn't like do that, like do that. Like, of course that those thoughts come up and part of learning this skill of listening to your tummy is first of all, is identifying when you have had enough. But then the second part is being able to coach yourself so that you do actually stop and just notice that all those those things that you just said they're just thoughts like this is so delicious i want more and if you keep thinking like leave leave your brain unchecked and you just keep thinking about how it's so delicious and you just want to keep eating or and it's my treat and i deserve this then of course you're not going to stop like you're going to eat it all so the skill yeah. like part of the skill of like listening to our tummies is learning how to coach ourselves in that in those moments and what we want to do with that is like just also have 
a list of like be really clear on the list of reasons why you want to stop as well because we have like conflicting like conflicting desires like yeah of course we want to have the pleasure of eating the food but also we want to feel good in our clothes and our bodies and so like that's really like that's that's the like that's the fun or that's the the of like learning to listen to our, that part of that skill of learning to listen to our tummies the coaching ourselves piece is really key um and so what we do is like get really clear on those reasons so that when your brain's going like last night my brain's like oh yeah this like almond pizza is amazing i want more but then i was like yeah but I'm, i'll sleep so much better if i leave it now and i'll have so i'll be able to have the leftovers later and like so when i change my thoughts coach myself and change my thoughts then like i stop i feel good i don't overeat and the scales like you know the scales good and i think a big one too. is like this isn't the last whatever it is meal yes yeah yeah you know, like, i can have this tomorrow like that's so huge to tell my brain like yes, this is exactly. not the last time you're going to have a delicious thing <laughs> yeah yeah exactly and just and also that one about like the most pleasure happens in the first few bites like that's key as well so yeah okay yeah. thank add you add something yeah. to that because i had yeah, yeah, about this pretty recently and um that's been huge for me the most pleasure happens in the first few bites like i've been paying a lot of attention to that and what i realized is I do have these moments where I'm like, this is so delicious. I just want to keep going with this, you know, and, um, that for me is about wanting to taste more of it. And if I slow down and really pay attention to what I'm tasting while I'm going along, that starts to dissipate a little bit, that impulse to be like, you know, but I want to taste more. It's usually not because I'm still hungry. Yeah, right? of course. Yeah, That's yeah. A different thing. I want the pleasure. So, yeah. Yeah, I want the pleasure of it. So if I really take in the pleasure of it um, more while I'm at the beginning the of the meal, part, then that seems to hit. I'm less caught by that. Absolutely, Mandy. And that's the whole point of putting our cutlery down is to slow us down so we get that pleasure. And then we're naturally feeling the satisfaction point. So yeah, that's awesome that you've noticed that, Mandy. It's really cool. Yeah. Mandy, I just have to say that's huge for me. That differentiation of I don't really want more of it in my like body. It's the tasting. So to be even more, that's oh, that's huge. Okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and that's yeah, and remembering that like the the pleasure comes from the quality of the eating experience, not from the quantity. So yeah, yeah, cool, cool. Great. Love that, Mandy. Yes. Excellent. Okay, great, great. And then the third part of our process is, um, is the tracking piece. And so with that, we've, for most of us, we're weighing ourselves every day. And then I've also encouraged you to think about the habits that you, that you want to track um, because it's important to have like, cause that's another way to give ourselves encouragement. If we're not necessarily seeing the, the, um, numbers moving on the scale that tracking habits can be a way to keep the momentum going and to celebrate ourselves so that's our process some great discussion there um, let's move on and talk about um, managing self-sabotage and this was um, Kira had posted in the group and um, I'll just read out what she she'd said so she um, had posted for coaching she said I've noticed that I'm not having intense cravings for sweets for sweets food anymore which is First of all, like let's really celebrate Kira that that because if you remember a few weeks ago we had um, 
a lesson on sugar cravings. Like Kira was the one that suggested, like, <laughs> was having problems with sugar cravings. And so, like, that inspired that whole lesson. And so I just wanted to, like, really pause and celebrate. Like, she just said, I'm, I've noticed I'm not having intense cravings for sweet food any, anymore. So let's celebrate Kira for that. And also, like, for all of you, like, just notice that that's possible. Like, you can go from having intense cravings and for this being this big, overwhelming thing that takes over your life every day to, like, oh, yeah, I'm not really having them anymore. <laughs> like, so fun. Um, so I wanted to celebrate Kira for that. And then she also said, um, I still want them, but they're more a thought about eating them that, and that, that then passes. So it's like gone from cravings to more just having little urges. Oh yeah, Kira is on. Um, and then she said, um, I've noticed that my, that my mind, although not desperately craving instant sugar, um, my mind is sort of self-sabotaging me into telling me to eat something. And so then I'd asked um, Kira, I can't remember what question I asked her, um, just to like go a bit deeper into this. Anyway, she said um, one of the, I, there was a quite a big thread in the um, comments around this and thank you to everyone else who contributed. Um, but then she said her response was, um, I think mine is to do with fear of failure. That stops me succeeding. It's the same with my creative work. I have too many ideas to um, start, stop, start, stop, and then they fizzle out. It's all one bad habit. Um, I only have positives in trying, yet I keep falling into bad habits. Maybe my brain is trying to keep me safe by doing what it knows, but um, ultimately it makes me feel worse because I haven't achieved what I want. So this was like such such a great insight, Kira, um, and for for everyone. Like when we're having like self sabotage, like or it feels like so, what feels like self sabotage, there's always like there's always like just there's a reason for it, and it's usually that a in some way some part of our brain usually the more like the more primitive part I can't remember what like around the amygdala and the other like kind of older parts of our brain it's just that part of our brain trying to keep us safe so when we notice like when we how do we manage self-sabotage the first thing is to like just notice what's going on and to celebrate that you're noticing noticing and like so what and what that looks like is just like oh look like it's my sabotage showing up and like and just like and just that fact of like noticing and calling it out rather than letting it run in the background and letting it drive your actions like that is a that's a, putting up a huge roadblock to that normal ha habit path that's going on so so the fact that Kira's already done that amazing like that she's noticed and she's gone oh it's my saboteur <laughs> um like I've just oh yeah like this is what's happening so that's that's the first part the next part is to like to normalize and have some bring in some self-compassion to that and what I mean by normalizing it's just like reminding yourself that this is a hundred percent normal um like all humans have a saboteur or and you might not it might not show up as a saboteur but but all humans have like a there's an inner critic like we have this critical voice in our heads as well and the reason why we have that critical voice is its job is like it, its job is to keep us safe and um, I've heard like someone describe it as it's kind of like you're like you're very conservative mom, <laughs> like, you know, don't 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 run, don't run out onto the road. Don't play with matches. Don't run with scissors. <laughs> like, you know, it, it's that that it's scanning like that part of our brain is like scanning for danger. And it's 
it's it's being like well-meaning like it's not meaning to like put us down and hold us back and stop us from achieving our dreams it's just trying to keep us safe so when we can recognize that and also like you know have some compassion for that part of it that's that is trying to keep us safe like um and just like go of course of course that voice is coming up like it's just my saboteur everyone has one like when you and when you approach it from that way it just it takes a lot of the drama out of it and a lot of the angst and then you're able to like to and and also it puts that space in where you go oh okay well just because my saboteur is telling me to eat something that doesn't mean mean that I necessarily need to do it and then so it's a way to um to stop like the saboteur and that order inner critic calling all the shots and driving the car like we want them it's okay for them to be there and to be looking out oh there's a kangaroo jumping out stop you know (laughs) slow down um so it's helpful to have them in the car, but we don't want them to be the driver, I think is a, is a good, um, uh, I'm quite, <laughs> Marissa's saying, of course I'm feeling this is my new favourite thing. It's, it's my favourite thing. I've been doing it for years too. <laughs> um, um, so Leanne's saying the only reason I can think of from a pruning brain safety perspective is to protect us against family (laughs) is there something else yeah like so if you're like if you're like if you're you know if you're succeeding like the whole like fear of being seen thing like that's like if you're too visible then you're going to get kicked out of the group like if you're too different and you don't miss like there's a huge part of it leanne like yeah so this is real yeah 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 sorry sorry i my fingers something it was famine i'm thinking not family oh right 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 <laughs> although right. i do have a good jewish mother and i am a good jewish mother, so we, we feed people that is you know but anyway um no i'm i meant as far as overeating or like eating everything in sight you really really want to is there some reason other than just like yeah famine that yeah protecting so for some people it's like protecting them from being seen like there's this there's the like, and this is a real thing. I actually coached um, uh, Nira on this a few weeks ago. Just like this, this, there's a fear of like, if I'm, if I lose weight and I'm attractive, then I'm going to be more visible and that's going to be unsafe. Like, um, uh, so that, that, that can be a thing. And also like, if I'm too successful, like people aren't going to like me anymore. Like if I, like, you know, if I've got it all together. So there's a lot, yeah. Like, of course there is the famine aspect as well like the, the psychological hunger but that tends to be yeah the this this saboteur thing tends to be more fearing of fail fear of failure or fear of being seen are the two kind of big ones um yes so yeah like well yeah so what we want to do is just notice it normalize it have some, some compassion around it have it like let the saboteur and we don't need to kick this that, that inner critic out like they they have a job and it's actually good that we have that filter like because if we you know we don't want our ego to get run around unchecked like it is good to have that balance but again it's like they're just one of the advisors in the car that's scanning for looking out for kangaroos um and you know and danger but we don't want them to be the only one driving the car we want our prefrontal cortex to be who cares about our who knows about the our, our dreams and aspirations driving the car and so what we so when we know when you notice it just like this whole having having a moment of self-compassion and go oh, of course like my brain's telling me of, of, to eat something and then just like check in and go okay well what do i really like what do i really need right now and that question like is 
particularly like if you're having the urge to eat something often like it'll come up like you'll, you'll be surprised at the answer that it might be I need a hug or I need some connection or you know I miss my family or um you know I need um like I need a break that can be another another one and so whatever like and then then when you know what you need then you're able to give yourself and sometimes the answer might be I need some food like maybe it might be like I just want that comfort of having a having a a warm donut or whatever it is that you're having the urge to have but then what you can do is like still have the donut but have it in an intentional way and like have one donut don't have like a hundred donuts um so we just and, and by doing that like that keeps it all in balance so so that's that's my thoughts on self self-sabotage and actually um so so funny because i'd already like kira had already posted and i'd already decided to um do the lesson this week on on uh self-sabotage and then i was talking to my irishman and he's like was telling me about this um, YouTube video that he watched from a Stanford researcher on this very topic. So, which is, it's, it's actually excellent. And he's does a great job of normalizing the whole. Um, so I've just put the link to that and I'll post it with the replay as well. It's just like a 20 minute Ted talk. Um, yeah. Talking about knowing your inner saboteurs and like really normalizing that we all have them. And, and he explains like why we have them and, and, and I, like, it's, it's, he's quite a, quite a good speaker. Okay, so does anyone, how's everyone feeling about Kira? How are you feeling about that? Does that make sense? Or does anyone have any questions or thoughts around this whole saboteur piece? Does anyone no, it's really good. It's really good? And yeah, actually, so we just have to. Yeah, what do you have, like, does, does, your, does your saboteur, like, do, you, do they have, like, a personality? Like, do you think you could, like, give them a name or something? Oh, that's funny. Um... Yeah, I have to think about that. Yeah. That's mm. cool. You don't have to. But that's one of the things that the guy suggests in the TED Talk is like, yeah, like actually naming them and like having a... a, a <laughs> like a we, um, split personality kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this little person inside me. Yeah, but you don't have to do um, that. I was wondering as well because... um uh do you think I, I was thinking so I'm I've be just been made redundant and I'm looking for a new job now so I'm thinking when I do start this new job there's going to be a lot of change um and I don't know if the self-saboteur thing will if that will be something that will like obviously I have to be really more conscious with change and going back to work in a new environment and stuff because normally you know sometimes that can be a bit stressful and you tend to yeah. overeat and uh, yeah <laughs> so um I'm wondering if that self-saboteur thing is going to come up and um I guess that's now I've got these things just noticing it as well yes yes yeah I think like here like for things like that like it's actually a great opportunity as well because you're starting like a new job. So you're going to like, it's like all, an all open slate for new habits. So seeing it as mm. that opportunity to be intentional, it's like actually building like what the habits that I want to have in this new job, like mm. around like my food and my snacks and my breaks and all those sorts of things. So you can actually yeah. like, it's actually can be a fun um yeah like a, a fun time and just yeah that trust like now that you're aware of the saboteur and the fear of failure thing like 
just cross that bridge when you get to it. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> have that trust with yourself that you're, I'm going to notice this when it comes up and I'll, I can handle it in that moment. Like when it's, yeah, 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 yeah. Okie dokies. Look forward to watching here? that too. Um, yeah, yeah, good. Um, yeah, I guess it's, that's the main thing, isn't it? Just noticing it and then realizing and then. And, yeah. and giving it, giving it that space and then, then just like going, well, what do I really need right now? And just getting into the habit of asking, what, asking yourself that yeah. question. That's it. Yeah. Because I've actually think that things like that has happened to me before. And then I've just kind of, you know, not had so much willpower and just kind of gave into it. So, um, so it'd be good to try and like look at it and, try and get to that point where I am with the sugar cravings as well and just let it yeah. move past like a cloud <laughs> yeah that's right it's yeah like it, it can move it, it, it's not it's not fixed it's like see it as malleable yeah yeah and, yeah so how, how are you feeling about the sugar cravings so good it's just like it kind of happened so quickly as well like I was expecting it to be a really big thing and no, it doesn't feel like it's it's just yeah, it's just happened so quickly. So yeah, crazy. crazy. Hey? I know. See how powerful you are, Kira, and all of us. Like we can just make a decision and like, yeah, and like it completely can change like ingrained yeah. habits that once seemed really overwhelming. So so yeah. work. So I am noticing as well, like I am sometimes I like feel rock steady and I'm just like yeah I'm just noticing not bothered and then sometimes I do have that kind of it's not as like I'm not as strong as the other times but it is like notice it's still like I'm still on the journey but um it's just now I think it is more so this self-sabotage as opposed to like desperately wanting something so yeah right just trying yeah that's my next step I guess (laughs) Yeah, cool. And that's like, it's just like, yeah, like we just like, like take one step at a time and then you'll get to the next lily pad and then you'll, there'll be something else that comes up and you jump to the next yeah. one like you solve for that. Yeah. And that's like life. Okay. Hey, like, <laughs> yeah. 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 Thank you. Yeah. Great, Kira. Keep up the amazing work. Um, okay. Emma, <laughs> Emma's shared in the chat that her daughter's calls her saboteur Gregory and she said Gregory retired due to overwork <laughs> right <laughs> we can give Gregory a break so he can that's great because he's in the back seat now so he can just like keep an eye out but he does he's not driving the car anymore so that's awesome Emma <laughs> um okay Leanne saying you're feeling a little vague and un- unaccessible to me Leanne this might not be a big thing for you do you feel like 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 because some of like some of it it depends on like you know your how you how you're raised all these things like there's and like your personality type, like for some people, they naturally have a high, like the inner critic is very active and very, um, is driving the car a lot. But for some other people, it's not. Like for me, I my inner critic is there for sure, but it's not, um, you know, it's not as 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 vocal as other people's inner critics. So maybe for you, what do you, do you think that could be for you? Yeah. I- I think I, I have to think about it some more. I realized after I wrote that, I'm like, oh God, that doesn't sound like a cry for help. I don't know what does. But I, think, <laughs> I, think, I think I just need to pay more attention. Yeah, so what if it, like, it, it's not really, so it's one of those things that it's probably not a big problem for you. Like, No, it like, is. It is? It is? Was, it is? Okay. Well, I was just thinking about it in terms of um, 
when I want to eat um, when I'm not really hungry or really don't need to particularly at work um, when I'm stressed and <laughs> wallowing in self-pity <laughs> that that those are I need to work on those moves those moments and figure out what's going on then and and others also I, I think I just need to think about it some more yeah or maybe it's it's more like like and you could do the same thing that bringing the bringing the self-compassion and bringing the curious curiosity into those moments of like just and noticing like that's so the same thing like so when you when you've got that urge to eat when you at work and you stress just noticing oh hang on i'm really not hungry i've got this urge to eat like and get, getting curious like like yeah like of course like what's going on for me here and and in the moment like just yeah. bringing that curiosity and then when you because when you go of course I feel like and you bring the self-compassion to like of course I want to eat of course like I'm because I'm stressed out like this has been yeah. a terrible day or whatever's going on like that can calm it down and then like and also giving yourself the opportunity of like going what do I really need right now and in those moments that can uncover a lot and sometimes it might be the food and you just need to eat that for you want to eat that for comfort and that's okay like it's not a big deal yeah yeah, yeah I, have to, I have to think about it. I, I like the, of course, <laughs> I like that stuff. Oh dear. Um, I like that self-coaching. Um, yeah, yeah, it's really, yeah. And so rather than thinking about it, you could just next time you notice, just go, okay, this is time to be, time to be like, of course I'm feeling this. Like, and just like, so you don't have to, like, it's not, you don't need to analyze it and understand it completely, but just start practicing that. Yeah. Do you think that could be, you could do that? I think so, yeah. Yeah, amazing. Um, okay, Marissa said her critical voice is called sneaky. Yeah, the sneaky thoughts. Yeah, my, I call mine sneaky thoughts too. Um, okay, cool. My, it's never critical outright. It's always, I think I've talked about this in here. It's like, you're so great. Stay great. <laughs> or, or you can do a just like a little bit, but that's amazing. You could do a little better. Yeah. So I call right. it sneaky because it's like, I'm always like, wait, wait what just it's, happened? It's it's not never it's not satisfied. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's kind of not satisfied. But it's never like you're bad or like you're stupid. <laughs> yeah, great. Um Okay, I'm just looking, reading the chat. Okay, let's do our progress quiz. And um, Van, got some, um, then we can coach Mandy and um, actually got some coaching for Carol as well. Um, okay, so progress quiz is on page, I don't know what page it is. 10, 11, 12, something like around that. Okay, so I'm going to read them out for, um, for those of you who don't have you in front of you. Um, so... We're rating ourselves on a scale of one to five um, for each of the following skills. So there's 14 skills. And one is I never do this. Two is I rarely do it. It's a struggle. Three is sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. Four is um, four is I do this more often than not. And five is I do this confidently and consistently. So one is never, five is confident and consistently, and the rest are in between. And so just when you, as we're going through these, just the first number that pops into your head on that scale of one to five, like don't judge it, don't overthink it, just first number, bang, that's it. Um, so our skills are, first one is I put my cutlery down between bites. So one being I never do this, five being I do it confidently and consistently. 
Um, number two, I eat without distractions and maximize the pleasure. Number three, I pause and check in with my tummy halfway through the meal. Four, I leave food on my plate when I'm satisfied. Five, I do my five-minute daily practice exercise. Six, I enjoy proper meals and intentional snacks. Seven, I plan a treat every day. Eight, I'm aware of my self-talk and coach myself in the moment. Nine, I make intentional choices in the moment by asking, will I be happy about this choice when I'm weighing myself tomorrow? That's a long one. So that's like the thing is that I make intentional choices in the moment. Like, do you feel like you're making intentional choices in the moment? Number 10, I weigh myself with curiosity and record the number. Eleven, I include protein in every meal. Twelve, I'm able to feel negative emotion without buffering with food. Thirteen, I review my day and think about what I want to do differently. And fourteen, I celebrate my tiny wins. Okay, and so just look through, you can total up your um, score. So it'll give you a score out of 70 and can be helpful to compare that to the last, the first quiz we did um, back when we first started. Um, but the, and the cool thing with this is just to like look through and think like what jumps out at you from that? Like just choose one thing. They're like, oh, either you know, something that's working really well. You go, yeah, I want to celebrate that. Or something that's like, oh, what's my low, like what are my low scores? And then of those, like, which of them feels like something like that I want to do differently that would be fun for me to focus on next. Okay. So let's, um, I went up eight points. Yay, Leanne. So good. Yeah. And Maria had posted in the group that she'd done a comparison. She went up by a lot as well. So awesome. Great. Um, okay. Mandy, should we, will we coach on the, um, how you're feeling about, uh, about fasting and next steps for you? Sure. Yeah. Awesome. My cranky post. I don't know if you saw, but I, I replied. To oh, I haven't checked comment, this morning. Right. Which I... the, the important part of it is just that like, this is something that's going on in my life kind of overall. So it's not exclusively naturally healthy club specific, but it's just like, just no one can help me. I'm totally beyond help. My situation is too specific and unique. I'm a special, I'm a, so my, like, my, my writing coach calls that I'm the uniquely fucked snow, snowflake. That is exactly, I am a uniquely fucked snowflake. I'm a special problem child. <laughs> that is exactly right. So, so that's like going on in my life overall for the past several weeks. And I, and I know it's affecting this process too. And I kind of go back and forth between feeling like, oh my God, this is the best thing ever. It's totally life-changing. And then being like, 
and nothing's working. I, I, you know, why, why do I even bother? Oh. <laughs> like it's very high drama. And, um, I think as I've been reflecting on it, like, yeah, I, it's partly an attitude thing. And it's, and it's also like, <laughs> Mafani, I saw your comment. Yes, we are all uniquely fucked. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think that uh, there's it's like a combination of an attitude thing and an action thing, right? So like, and and I think the thing where I maybe get the most stuck is like when my attitude, you know, I absolutely see how my attitude affects my actions or thoughts affect affect results. Like it's totally. Um, but when, when I'm in that negative moment or period of time or several days or whatever it is, that's, um, I think the main thing that happens is that I stop having any bandwidth to care very much about my future self. Yeah. And then yeah I'm like, right. That's an excellent observation. Right. And then I'm just like, why oh, bother? And especially yeah. because in my particular case, I can, for my whole, for my whole life, I've been able to eat. I'm very sorry for people. This is going to be painful for you to hear, but I have always been able to eat whatever I want. Like I grew up as an athlete. I eat whatever I want. I'm fine. My weight is fine. Everything's fine. I have had this period of many years of intense stress that I'm on the backside of that. I'm like, okay, let me find my bearings again. And, um, so the, what I know about myself, like even during that stressful period, while I gained weight, I, I did not gain that much weight. I can kind of do whatever I want. So there's a way in which like, when I don't care that much about my future self, I'm tired, I'm angry. I feel like everything isn't working. Like when I'm in that kind of negative mood, it makes me want like, not want to put in the effort to build the new habits because it is while I'm enjoying it and getting a lot out of it, it is effort. But then when I don't see any like result beyond I'm building new habits, I feel like, well, what, why am I doing this? Like, it's easier just to go back to like my old way of doing things. It's less energy in. So that's, when I get to that moment, that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah, cool. Cool. So when you're in that, like, why bother mode, like, there's a couple of ways you can approach it. First of all, it's just, like, first of all, it's just, like, when you're in why bother mode, don't force it. Just let that be what it is. But the other option, which maybe for you, like, that might might feel best, and then focus on making progress when you aren't, when you're in, when you are feeling more motivated. But the other option is to come up with a thought because like at the moment you're either in like everything's amazing land or like I'm uniquely snowflake, snowflake, <laughs> blaze flaked mat land. And so like, which is kind of like, that's, that's like push and pull. And that's, that's probably contributing to the, like the feeling of why bother, like feels like it's a lot of effort. So the other option is so first of all you could just like let why bother be and not force it and let you knowing that you'll naturally come out of it or we could find it like a thought for you that's going to feel a little bit more accessible than why bother that's just going to help you 
just keep doing your minimum require your minimum habits so that you keep things ticking along yeah and I think it's that I think I would like help with that finding a a different orientation because what I have been doing and one of the things I love about this process is when I get to the why bother place I I will kind of let it go because I know it's a temporary situation. Right. And so I'll just be like, okay, then why bother? That's fine. I'm just going to do whatever. And always within a day or two or a few days, like I'm, I'm back in it. So I trust that self to come out of it. You're not going to go into the hole of why bother and like never come not out forever. Although yeah, when I wrote that message, I was like, it probably was it? <laughs> yeah, you were forever. You know, I was really cranky. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think, but I think like some interim, some middle ground, right? That where I can go, okay, why bother? Okay. I'm feeling like why bother? Like what's yeah, and noticing un- so noticing that and then directing your brain to like something that's more accessible so and for me like when I'm in that that base just reminding myself no it's possible for me to change it's possible like yeah yeah it could be that it could be that it could be that it's it's possible to change might be And, and also like it's possible to change and you know, the other one that's been big for me the whole time is like, I don't have to do this perfectly to get value out of it. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's really big. Cause I'm always trying to be like the A student and get all the, you know, tick all the boxes. And it's just not, ne- I recognize it's not necessary, but it's my default. Yes. Yeah. I think then that, if that's, if you've already felt like that, that thought's been helpful for you. Mandy, then that's the one to go for. Like, I don't have to do this perfectly and have it on a post-it, like stick it wherever and just like have it in your face. So when why bother comes, you're like, oh no, I don't have to do this perfectly. And then you can, I just like, and just do a baby step, like do your minimum version. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's helpful. Thank you. Yeah. Cool. And then, so then from that place, because if you're in why bother land, you could fast, you could, juice cleanse you can do whatever but it's not going to like it's not going to stick and you're not going to be able to force yourself to do it but when you're in I don't have to do this perfectly land then then that's when then you're in a, your, your brain's more receptive and you're feeling a little bit more positive that's when you can look at taking different actions so for everyone I want you to like do really notice that we've got to like if the thought that's fueling your action isn't is is why bother or it is really like negative then no matter what your action you take you're not going it's not going to work it's not going to be helpful (laughs) so we've got to you've got to get the thoughts straight first and then um and like have just and and the simpler the better so like I don't have to do this perfectly is great or I can do this or I want to do this is another good one um yeah or did that that it's possible to change that can be yeah. another one to just for everyone to to think and one thing I'm noticing our time and I know I got some coaching last week too so I kind of want to step off the stage but I would really appreciate like hearing your thoughts on things like intermittent fasting or a juice cleanse or something like that because I have have I have been helped by those kinds of things in the past and 
Um, yeah, I would just be curious to know your take. Like I could very easily imagine just being like, I'm just gonna have juice for breakfast and that's all. And that's, and that will move me in the right direction, you know? And, but like do the rest of my meals exactly the way we've been doing them. And yeah, uh, yeah. Or I'm yeah. not gonna have breakfast. I'm gonna wait until noon to eat or something like that. Like that's not actually a big hardship for me. And I, I could, I don't know. So I'm curious your perspective. Yeah. Yeah, so if you feel inspired, like, to try something like that, Mandy, then go for it. Like, fasting is a really effective tool to help you, like, eat less food, food overall. And it's something that I certainly have practiced. Like, I haven't had breakfast for years and years. So, like, and the, the thought of eating breakfast for me now would be, like, just, I just don't, weird. So, so I like, I really, that feels really good to me but it's up to like it's up to you to experiment and find because everyone has different like chronotypes in terms of like when they when when food when they get hungry so um yeah I'd, I'd really recommend doing an experiment with that um so that, that would be a good place juice okay, cleanses good. I think are not good because then you're just giving yourself sugar and like no protein no fiber so you're giving like and you're not so you're just you're stimulating like your body, like your body's not going into fasting mode. So you're not getting the benefits of, you actually don't get any benefits of fasting, but then you're also not feeding it properly. So you don't like you, you kind of setting yourself up for like this hunger spiral. So if you, I really don't recommend juice cleansers, even vegetable juices, like you're either fasting where you're like not eating or like eat protein. <laughs> eat protein. Okay. Um, That's yeah. super helpful. That's super helpful because I don't get hungry in the morning. And I think I was taking the proper meals as like, I should be eating three times a day, but I, my body would probably be happier eating like twice a day and having a snack. Yeah. That would be great. I don't really like eating in the morning. So yeah. um, it's, it's going to save you loads of time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And if anyone else like wants to feel it and you want to get the thought right first and be doing it from this place of actually, I want to experiment with this rather than, oh, I have to fast in order to lose weight. So that's, that's really key. Yeah. Cool. And also like another great um, tip for people, if they want to like kickstart, like, so starting the day late, like eating later is really good. Something that's really effective. If you want to like get a, some, the number on the scale to move is like skipping dinner, like getting into the habit of like having, like having lunch and then not having any dinner and then having like breakfast or lunch the next day. Um, and yeah, the skipping dinner is a really, really good one to experiment with as well. Um, excellent. Great, everyone. So I didn't get to coach. I actually, I can do that in the, the next group of some coaching for, um, for Carol on um, carb cravings. So if anyone's interested in carb cravings, make sure you check out the replay for the, the late session today. And so home play today, just as always, remember your daily practice habit. We've got um, daily weighing or tracking your habits, putting our cutlery down. And if you want to expand that out, actually putting a pause in the middle of your meal so that you can start to check in with your tummy more, knowing we've got the tummy challenge coming next week. And then um, final home play is to either post a one minute review or post a tiny win in the group. I want to hear from everyone in the group this week. Like it's really fun to read your reviews. Um, yeah. Okay. And Vicky had 
mentioned like Dr. Fung, Jason Fung's books are good around fasting. If you want to, um, I actually did a bonus on fasting. So I'll link to that that's in the bonus resources sections for anyone that is interested in um, learning more about fasting. So I'll link to that with the replay or you could just search for fasting in circle. That's that's in there. Um, Dr. Fung, I do like his stuff apart from he tells people to not eat until they're hungry. And I think that's a big mistake. So, okay. Have a beautiful week, everyone. Good questions, post in the group and I'll catch you guys next week. Bye.